You're ready to talk about uh, bondage and intense electro play today, right? Yes, my absolute favorite. <laughs> you want you want to you want to talk into the microphone like you're sucking a dick. Give me an example. Hey, baby. Really? You whisper to the dick you first. You gotta whisper to it first, not to scare it off. But what do you whisper to it? Hey, baby. <laughs> oh, that's. Not... <laughs> Daddy, what do you whisper to a dick? To it, I don't whisper to a dick. Oh, what do you what do you say I, to a dick? I lick them. I'm like, hello. And what's your safe word? Have you had a hard day? Oh, that's that's nice and considerate. <laughs> and welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And I'm Artie. Artie! Artie is with us. And today we are gonna be talking about uh something that's that we have we haven't really been pampered much by of late. Uh we haven't Okay, we cannot use that joke every time we talk about Yeah, we can. Video. Watch every me. single time. W watch me. <laughs> What's another diaper company? Go, 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 <laughs> yeah. hurry. Fuck. Uh, uh, uh North Shore, Psycho Bulls. Oh, like ABU. ABU Ah, uh, yeah. Now I wanna I wanna address the elephant in the room. Are you calling Artie an elephant? Hey, Mario Elephant is hot. That's all I'm going to say. Did you see Mario Elephant? I learned there's a new Mario game because of the Mario Elephant porn. <laughs> Wait, there's porn? Mario yes. Any, porn? Anyway. And no, no, no. Okay. So I didn't know they can they do that? I want to I want to first address the baby in the room then. Is that is that better? Fine. I don't like that better. No. <laughs> because even though he's in ABDL, he's not a baby. True. We'll talk about that. So we did a podcast a while back, as well as we've been on multiple podcasts with guests actually on ABDL play, mm -hmm. because it's a very popular topic that people always ask for whenever we have the opportunity. Um, and then we also did that one census episode forever ago. Long story short, we've always had people that really don't like us covering ABDL play. Um, adult baby or diaper lover, ABDL stands for, again, adult, adult baby, baby, diaper, diaper lover. lover. You can be one, the other, kind of a mixture of the two, but they generally are kind of split down the middle as like two different groups with some overlap. Is that correct? Yeah. The acronym ABDL does have its just history and just trying to be as all-encompassing as possible, huh. but it doesn't necessarily fully reflect everybody's belief on what the uh, what our, our niche group is or contains. And we had... We had to drama quote unquote drama about it and I, I talked with my therapist about it i talked with many community members about it it was it was something that really left a sour taste in my mouth but it was not something that was encompassing of the whole community and since going to a few community events we went to like claw and iml and just talking to people that really appreciated that content um and had some choice words to say about the individual who tried to like just tell us we were being inappropriate and um, misrepresenting the topics and also saying that we were kink shaming, which I've never actively done towards any king. I think we're pretty clear that we don't do that. I think that sometimes we have we have tones when we talk about certain stuff because we have biases, of course. No one no one is without a bias or an opinion. But to this day, like I've never looked down upon the ABDL community in a negative way, minus that singular person who chose to be really uh vocal. Vocal about how we were very terrible and almost as bad as the libs of TikTok, and i had many choice words that i <laughs> didn't appreciate and that's why i kind of you know stood up for us but we're never gonna please everyone all the time and with someone like Artie in town like this is a kink that not only daddy is actively getting more involved in engaged but would feel really i don't know i, I don't want to shut off part of a community that i i do honestly appreciate and enjoy as as someone in the kink community 
So today we're going to talk about ABDL play. We're going to talk about the AB, the DL, maybe some age regression, but answering your guys' questions from the social media because we had uh, a specific dog dad that loves diapers in town. And do you prefer Artie? Do you prefer Dad the Doberman? Because Dad the Doberman's a mouthful, and I don't mind putting something in my mouth, but it's it's DTD. I'm Artie, but you can call me Dad. Aww. Wait, I've never called someone Dad on this show before. Today could be the day. Daddy. Well... Uh, okay, I'll be daddy, you be dad. Perfect. Although oh, I, I usually call you dog. Son. Oh, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the dog. You can be papa. Let's keep workshopping this. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Already, though, you are, for all intents and purposes, uh, an ABDL aficionado, enjoyer, lover, fighter. How would you describe your kink? Like, what was your spider bite? Well, one day I woke up at the ripe old age of 11 and thought, man, I want to wear a diaper. And I didn't really know why at that 11. was. At 11? At really? 11. Oh, wow. I, I'd really... known, for, known for a while. Even in my earlier years, I was stealing my younger siblings' diapers. So really? That, and I didn't uh, know why. This is new but information to me. Yeah. I did it, not know this backstory. It, for some reason, brought me a lot of uh, comfort and also this sneaky, ooh, I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. <laughs> and uh, that was... I don't know, my interest in it. And then it kind of like died off when I was 13, 14. And then in my early 20s, I found the internet again, apparently. And I thought, oh, wow, there's a whole community of people who do this weird thing, too. And that kind of just pulled me back into it. Oh, don't use the weird word. Because we got that's how we got in that's trouble. That's how we got in trouble the first time. So we used the, I, that word. I hate to break it to you, but sometimes the things we do are weird because they don't fit society's standards like, of normal. I get I get the critique that like using words like that can have power and I don't ever want to hurt someone's feeling. But after after again speaking to my therapist and she was like, girl, what? And then community members that your therapist calls you girl. Well shit I might be putting <laughs> proverbial words in my therapist's mouth. They're close. But after speaking to a therapist and like actual community members that were like, that person doesn't speak for us. I was like, I appreciate that because I think that my kinks are weird all the time. Everything oh, I do. Oh, please. Have you seen my Twitter? That's why uh, I like it. <laughs> and actually, that was the very first question that someone did ask on Twitter was, uh, when did this all start for you? Did you, did you? And you said that there was groups online. How is Twitter for that kind of stuff? Twitter is great for pretty much any kink you're looking forward to, but okay. DL Twitter, uh, diaper lover Twitter rather than, you know, like download Twitter. It's actually uh, very uh, populated. I'm constantly finding new people I didn't know existed before, and they're posting stuff that I really like. And I've seen people that I've known for well over a decade still posting that kind of stuff. And Twitter is currently one of the best places to go to find the ABDL community. Yeah. So that word currently, everyone beware. This is yeah. not lasting forever. So yeah. and and strangely, you know, lots of fetish groups are able to organize on Twitter and find each other mm -hmm. and see how other people explore their kinks. It's been a really good thing. As much as Twitter sucks, it's it's not, it's been the most fantastic for bringing fetishes together it's been a it's not been dreadful but it might have been dreadful i don't know I, i'm curious what you guys think of threads so instagram slash facebook slash meta whatever the frick they're called nowadays i don't like anyone that owns a social media they're all terrible but like 
this is it, competition is good. So I'm really curious. Like, what do you guys thought of Threads? Threads. Threads happened this last week. We didn't have much of a chance to really talk about it. Right. Have, you, have you gotten into Threads at all already? Do you I even know what that is? I have not signed up at all. I know what it is only because of the tweet saying, if you sign up for Threads, then you have to delete your Instagram and blah, 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 blah. If you want to get rid of Threads. Yeah, but see, then... that's not the thread I think it is. Because if you, if, if you want to delete your account, just don't use your account. I mean, you could just erase your profile and not use it. So... Doesn't really matter. Or you could you could turn the profile private. I, I don't understand for people out here that are like, oh my god, they they're gonna learn all the things about your life and all the intimacies and all the they already know. Y'all, oh, yeah. if you're on social media, <laughs> I just need you to know they already know yeah. fully what what's up, what you're into. They already they know, know you're into diapers. It's they know an algorithm. They know they know what you shop for. Literally, yeah. the number of people said, oh, I found your alt account. I'm like, yeah. Not you probably did. <laughs> well, that's just it. There won't be alt accounts on Threads. I mean, Threads so, pretty much follows the same rules as Instagram in that way. So my comparison of the two is uh, they're they're almost very similar. They're both run by awful people. Um, <laughs> what? <Well, yeah. laughs> Wait, is, that, uh, is this the dad team? You can no, that's not my dad oh, team. Okay. But uh, I, they're basically the same. The only difference is you can't put porn on Threads. You can still do that on Twitter, and I'm not getting alt right amplified in my Threads um, or Bitcoin and and all those things that get amplified on Twitter because they pay eight dollars a month. Um, so right now. It's the people I want to see that may change in time, but it's basically the followers I had on Instagram, which are gay, queer, kinky people. So I'm seeing all of their communication right now, whereas on Twitter, I will get peppered with right wing propaganda that I didn't ask for. Oh, I just uh, got full on boob and promoted today. Elon Musk asked me to friend him every single day on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, I got advertising that just had tits in it. Yeah, and it was like video game, but it was like Japanese JRPG with like tits bouncing all around. Like it was full on porn. The uh, the areola is covered just barely, like, just barely by a by strip the, of like cloth, uh -huh, and the, the tits are out. It just hangs there. But I'll I'll post a, a shirtless selfie and I'll be marked as sensitive content because it's pornographic. And I'm like, my yeah. tits. Wow, I'm very flattered. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I don't find them pornographic unless I'm fully nude. But at least for the branding, it's not really there. And brands are one part of and the reason why today's sponsor <laughs> well branding aside and while this is not pornographic in nature uh it is definitely branded in content because today's sponsor make this content possible and that is manscape now let's let's say we're all at a barbecue what are you bringing to the barbecue uh chicken macaroni salad yeah oh 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 um i'll bring i'll bring a little bit of meat that we can turn into some hot dogs because it's time for summer season now summer season you get you get your your jock straps out you get your thongs is that how you grill when you're jock strap? oh yeah oh do you not grill in the jock strap i i i try i try to do it in a thong but yeah <laughs> it's the jock strap but also the apron that says kiss the cock on it and it's like a, a rooster oh, cook well to prep for your barbecue, besides having a wonderful apron that says kiss the cock, maybe you want to be the grill master with today's hottest dogs on the scene. That's the Manscaped Perfect Performance Package 4.0. And you know how hot dogs are never hairy? <laughs> no, please. <laughs> so don't just get sweaty. Get ready and go to manscaped.com. He's offer code WATTS20. Again, that is what, Daddy? 
Watts 20. For 20% off and free shipping. And you too can get the perfect performance package. Artie, are you into chastity at all? No. Would you say that ABDL players are generally into hair or like to get rid of it? It really depends, but the AB is adult baby, and yeah. that usually means fewer pubes. Okay. Or how about the Lawnmower 4.0 that trims all around the, well, the bits. Um, from that, the 4.0 has 7,000 RPM motor, new multifunction on off, and even a travel safety lock, as well as 4,000 LED spotlight that goes on and off when needed. If you ever, if you ever shaved your, your 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 sack down there, oh yeah, and have you ever nicked yourself? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't have a manscaped razor because they help to reduce nicks and cuts. So, did I mention the trimmers also waterproof? Oh my God, you really? Didn't. <laughs> so, if you want to check out Manscaped, maybe get their crop preserver, ball deodorants, the shed, or even the new boxer briefs with the jewel pouch. You too can check out, can check out manscaped.com. Use offer code LOTS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you, Manscaped. Now, I, I, as much as advertising is bothersome at times, and I don't love, I, I don't mind tits. I don't mind tits on my timeline. But when tips on my time, tips on my time, tips on your timeline, I, I love a little tips tip. Tips on my tits on my timeline. Just, a, just the tip. <laughs> it's weird when, when we can't do anything, but people can pay money and they get away with whatever the fuck they want, and that's all Twitter's turning into. So that's just America for you. I'm, I'm, I'm thready to be done with Twitter, honestly. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually really surprised about with Threads is that you can't auto posts from Instagram to threads. I think they're trying to make the experience separate, di different, because honestly, I'll, I'll see people post one thing on Instagram pictures and then they'll post the same thing with just a different caption on their threads. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And that's what I've been afraid of them doing. Oh, well, you're you're part of the problem. I am, I I am the problem, it's me. Me and Taylor Swift, it's me. No, I want it to be conversational. <laughs> but before we get into today's conversation yes. with our guest, Artie. Daddy, daddy. Oh. Okay, you know how we live in San Francisco and we live in a lot of hills? And how, <laughs> I, I do, do not walk up or down a hill on my daily basis. And everyone, whenever they come to San Francisco, is like, oh my God, you must love hills. And I'm like, what? Well, you live in a valley between a lot of hills just because you choose not to go over them is your choice. I'm just but saying, San Francisco is riddled with hills, okay. very yeah. steep ones. Anyway. Anyway, and the one next to my house where I park my car, hmm. you have to perpendicularly park to perpendicular. the perpendicular mm -hmm. to the sidewalk. Okay. So it's it's a very sharp, like 90 degree turn on this slopey hill. Well. In this street, there's a traffic light at the the bottom of it. So if I park in one of the first two or three spots and the cars start piling up at that traffic light, I can't get my car out when I'm trying to pull out. So I have to like be a traffic cop and stand behind my car with it running and try to stop people from blocking my car as the light turns red. You Do you see the problem here? I'm I'm waiting for the no I don't I don't Well the actually, other day but. I'm trying to back out the the, the the light changed like four or five times and I politely held my hand out and these cars would just like they're not going anywhere. <laughs> it's a it's a red light. Can't you just leave a car length space so I can just back out and go up the hill the opposite way. I'm not getting in front of you. I just want to get out of my spot. Why don't you let me out? 
I, I'm not. I'm not the one driving, so I don't. Uh, it's so infuriating. Why can't people be nice? And I'm like, I, I, I do a gesture. I'm like, stop, and I, I point. I'm trying to back out. I'm trying to back out, and then they'll just, they will ease right behind my car, blocking me in, and get on their phone and do something and and ignore mm -hmm. me as if I wasn't standing there, already glaring at them. Feel? I witness this happen as we're on our way <laughs> okay. over here, yeah. where he goes out and traffic cops to get, <laughs> uh -huh. get himself out. And I can imagine that the average driver would not be able to see past their own self-interest of driving that extra six feet closer to a, a red light. I know you're not getting it's like people who like try to board the plane first. You're all going to fly to the same place. It doesn't matter that you get on the first five seconds that they open the gate. You just everyone calm down, relax. We're all getting on. You sound a little pissed. <laughs> and, and strangely, I'm not wearing a diaper. <laughs> but no, I, uh, that's the best segue I got out of that tea because that tea was actually you know warm. Really, what was interesting was uh, I picked up Artie on Monday, and uh, he wore a diaper on the plane. Oh, which actually, I'm actually now thinking that's. That is now a good life hack. I, you know, I wish you did it every once in a while. How many times have you been stuck in the window seat and the two people on the other side are sleeping and you don't want to wake them up to go take a leak? Well, you're usually the one sleeping, so I don't feel too bad waking you no, up. No, but, but I have to take a leak every 45 minutes on a plane. So I don't want to wake these people up. I'm thinking about just diapering up and just letting it go. I won't stop you, but... I also, well, that actually leads into the, the episode really, really well then, um, because we asked y'all on Twitter for some questions about ABDL play and daddy posted a lovely photo of you in a diaper. Like how, so, and it was actually outside, it was on the corner of the Castro. It was yesterday. Yep. And how do you, before we get to the next question, how do you have that, that bravery? How do you have that audacity? Like what, what gay audacity did you get that allowed you to get in a diaper? Have you ever tried to say no to daddy? Which one? Uh, you or this <laughs> <Yeah>. one? <laughs> I'm dad. Dad number one and a dad number two or something. I'm dad. He's daddy. Oh, got it. Oh, wait a second. See, now I'm confused. <laughs> now I am too. <laughs> so how did dad get the audacity with daddy to go to the corner of the caster with a diaper? The odd dad. I, you're canceled. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Actually, I went to go get breakfast after being dressed in uh, not very particularly... Uh, I sent him in well short clothes. shorts. Yeah. Right. Send <laughs> me in short shorts and a tank top. And I watched him waddle across the street. And he did. To go get his coffee. There's a video of it that he sent to me afterwards. And then as oh. I'm leaving this breakfast establishment, there he is, just shouting me down from across the street. He's like, hey, take off your pants. <laughs> and uh, naturally, I'm a good boy. And I said yes and did as I was told and did exactly that. But one of my primary kings is exhibitionism and this mm. this concept of being able to fearlessly be myself no matter where no matter when and uh, in a place as safe as san francisco especially in the castro where i've been pantsless many times i just feel comfortable enough knowing that this isn't hurting anybody this yeah. brings me an immense amount of joy this brings another person an immense it, amount of joy so who and who am i to say get no? blowback for exposing your kinks people who don't expect it uh san francisco is very kink positive and the castro nudity is allowed here in san francisco um so uh it's it, it's not an activity that's going to shock many people here in san francisco and also i mean while while people might not be wearing diapers on display lots of people wear diapers for fun and and more so 
you're not you're not really exposing people to things they don't see all the time and literally as i was on my way to the gym in the castro i walked uh, no shade no shame whatsoever but i was walking behind two guys and one of them had a backpack on i was like oh i really like that backpack and i looked down and i can see his asshole and i'm like oh he's naked <laughs> so we get a lot of people that are walking around because nudity laws are different and it is absolutely legal um but that yeah even in san francisco that is something that i don't think a lot of people would have a lot of bravery to do so like i want to commend you for that because that that's a very it's a very i don't want to say vulnerable like you're giving vulnerability no, you're giving versatility you're giving i'd say it would be quite vulnerable yeah, yeah. No, and that's and that's what is with any king uh, and any uh, power dynamic. Anytime you can get that vulnerable and be brave about it and be empowered by it, that's the turn on, right? That's what excites us about it. Um, this is why we do it. True. And while ABDL, as many kinks are, are a little bit more adventurous and do do send a message. I'm I'm curious. Uh, messed up dude from our thread asks. What makes ABDL different from other kinks for you? I do have a lot of kinks. I think that my DL side is very prominent. It's something that I focus more of my time and energy on rather than things like uh, rubber or puppy play. But I think what sets ABDL apart from other kinks is that there seems to be this just separate visceral reaction that people have to someone in a diaper versus someone that's wearing a leather harness or a gimpa. There's this certain feeling that you get when you see someone in a situation that you're not normally comfortable with. And uh, even inside of kink spaces, there's still a lot of people that go, oh, wow, that's that's more than I'm usually yeah. comfortable yeah, with. I've, I've come a, a, across a lot of blowback with uh, leather guys, especially my age. Diapers is a deal breaker. Uh, they don't find it to be masculine. Uh, they don't think it goes with leather um, and are very kink shamey about it. And I think the, the inverse of that is the people who might be into the kink who feel attacked all the time. And so when someone says that it's a little weird and that person feels attacked, I get that visceral response. It, it's definitely something that, that sets some people off because it's a little bit different. It's a little bit, it's, it is different. I don't want to say weird, but it is a little more different in that regard. And the reason I say it's weird is because while I do like it a lot and it's something that I'm trying to be more authentic about and upfront about, it's still something that I hold a lot of shame about. It's something that mm. I do worry about the opinions of people who are going to see it and if it's going to alter my current relationships or future relationships based off of people knowing that I'm into this quote-unquote controversial kink. But the reason I call it weird is because part of me still feels like, yeah, this is a little weird isn't it right people some people don't like this and that's just me sorting through it so and this is a question for me how do you identify with your abdl like some people are into it for the age regression some of them are just into it for the humiliation of wearing a diaper um other really just like building those connections with someone as that like that little in that space with someone who has a, a medium or a big or a daddy or a mommy like how, how would you say that you specifically define there so abdl is quite the wide spectrum of people who participate in edge play to people who just wear diapers because of life events they have to they're incontinent and now they're making the best of a bad situation and oh. choosing to find uh, joy and pleasure out of it and for me a lot of it does revolve around the humiliation aspect and so the opportunity to be out in a public space like the corner of castro and uh market and showing off this very vulnerable part of myself for me that is an opportunity to be 
vulnerable and courageous and authentic and having that power feels so good to me and that's also why it, it i got drawn to it and through you uh you were you i think one of the first scenes we ever did was very humiliating for me and you you made that very special and hot but i've also discovered over time that i'm also into water sports and what a lot of people don't really put the two and two together is ABDL is kind of like water sports with a sponge. It just soaks. I, I love the smell of piss. Um, I love the wetness of it. I love everything about water sports. And so, and a lot of, a lot of the play you and I have done lately is just squishing the, the, the piss around in the diaper. And it's just kind of like, just, I, it's a water sports thing to me now. And it feels good. And it feels good. Once the diaper is properly saturated, yeah. then it becomes this self-contained almost goo that you can mush and you can press against intimate parts of your body. And it feels just real pleasurable if that's something you're into. Okay. I mean, I get that. I like sponge, gunge, wham, however you, you define that kind of gungy play. People absolutely get into the, the mess of it. And we've talked about it before, how people can like simulate messes because messing is something in ABDL that's a di bit different than what you would yeah. technically just call a mess, quote unquote mess. Like, like when, I'm a mess, but as a person. Oh yeah, no, well, <laughs> mm -mm, I mean, I didn't say that, that was your words, but. I own it. Oh, good for you. Um, which let's talk about the next question here. How about, ooh, Ozzy the DL asks, how do you deal with the frustration of people assuming what role you prefer to be based on the fact that you're wearing diapers mm. and or you're usually a caretaker? I've gotten people that assume I'm a little because I like to wear it and it can get frustrating trying to explain. So you might. So the question being like most people when they see a diaper think that you are the submissive, you are the little, you are someone who is wanting to be taken care of specifically and that you're, you know, that, that sub role. For you though, you identify as a dad, so you like to be a dom role, is that correct? Uh, it's a little split, honestly. I created my dad, the Doberman persona, as an opportunity to create this dichotomy of butch, masculine, uh, father figure that also happens to wear diapers and uh, i've played that in a dominant role where i'm encouraging another person to be just like dad and to proudly wear diapers but also in a space where i am the dad and i'm wearing diapers and that's embarrassing so it's i can play from either the dominant or submissive perspective and both make me incredibly happy yeah, and you're actually quite good at doming in a diaper, which, I've is, had which is superpower, really. <laughs> but how would you respond to someone who's like, well, you have to be the submissive how, how role? How do you explain it? So a lot of the commentary I get on Twitter about the things I post is either people want to be in the situation I am or to be dominated by me it is always people looking for hmm. oh your daddy i want i want to be daddy will you be my daddy and uh, so i don't often get a lot of oh you're the little let me take care of you and so we have opposite problems and for that i do have the frustration from the opposite side where i would love for more people to see that i have a submissive side and wants to put me in my place and i just have to understand that 
a lot of time in life, you have to ask for what you want and communicate what you're actually interested in. And you can't just rely on other people to do the instigating. I like that though, because where, where I think a lot of people have a hard time sometimes finding the kink that they want, it generally comes from not being able to ask for it. Yes. And you've kind of built this role where you are, your role is to ask for it, but also to, to help other people. Cause that's, I mean, that's how you and daddy kind of play is you put him in diapers and he puts you in diapers. Or, yeah, I do. Yep. I do now, now that he's taught me how. I mean, it, it's kind of an art form, truthfully. I, it, it, it's, it's, it's In what way? Explain. Well, so... You have to line the tapes up, right? There, or else it looks terrible. That doesn't sound that difficult, honestly. <laughs> oh, well, You'd well, be me. surprised. So, okay. you, so, like, I think yesterday I tried to pat him up. First, you have to fluff the diaper, right? So, Ooh, a fluffer. Because they, they've been folded and compacted, <laughs> so you need to fluff them out properly. Uh, you have to put it under them at the right place of their hips so that it aligns with the diaper once it's folded over. You have to put the tapes in the back and tape it to the front. It's kind of like a harness, buckles in the front. So you have to know which side to put it oh, on, right? So the D goes down and the buckles go in front. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, so once you learn all this, so there is a learning curve to it. And um, now I can diaper them. Oh, so this was kind of a, this one's a funny question to follow up because the other day we were talking about at dinner um, how you left a puddle in, in daddy's car because you might have uh, been a little excited on the plane. But this question comes from someone named Iota um, who says, why does dad leak on my sofa sometimes? <laughs> and thank God my sofa is vinyl. <laughs> what do you do about leakage? Well, I am... Uh, human like everybody else which means that my diapers also get very wet and soggy and sometimes that means you leak places and that's just that's part of the game that's so embarrassing for you i know and i love you it you should be really really ashamed of that oh i'm not God. ashamed i'm very proud and oh. also very aroused look here's a question about that because part of the play for you is humiliation after you do it over a period of time is does the humiliation get to be normalized and so you need to do more and more extreme things to be feel that humiliation well that's a good question or, or sometimes the fetishes, more yeah. empowered you get and the more confident you get the less likely it is you're actually humiliated and it's more of you just saying you're humiliated are you really humiliated Ah, am I am I really am I really humiliated? Then <laughs> yeah. that's something I've I've thought about over the time period where I've really been active in diapers and uh, more of the exposure side of it, being open with other people about it, being open on the internet about it. Yeah, and, being, and becoming more public right, about yeah. it. Yeah. So obviously, as you do something, it gets easier. No matter what it is that you're doing, you're going to get better at it. It's going to be a little less challenging. And the same thing is true for the, the humiliating aspects of diapers. And while some things have gotten easier, like I used to be just terrified of telling someone that I that was diapered it? at the time Aww. or that I was into it at all. And that, thankfully, has gotten a lot easier. I'm much less ashamed of that interest of mine. And so that part's great. I love not being embarrassed about that. Well, I think you just hit on something. So there's a big difference between humiliation and being ashamed. Yes. Humiliation I find to be fun. Yes. And it's kind of something where I'm I'm signing up for it and that's me coping with my shame, which sure. is something that has oh. been deeply inset by society or the potty training police and whatnot. 
Sorry, what? The what now? The potty training police, which actually oh, you police. said something different, or something interesting to me. You said it was reverse potty training. Diaper play? Yeah. Uh, you called it that, but oh, yes. I thought you said it was your words. But it is, it is the thing there well, because you know you learn not to wet the bed. But now, and actually, what was very funny about when you diapered me up and we slept together all night, I had to stand up to pee. Even though I really had to pee, I could oh. not do it laying down. Even though I had a diaper on, is that a normal thing? It's very normal. And like we're talking about, just putting on a diaper and then not having to get out of your window seat. It's also really hard to pee in that position, oh, where sitting. your legs are kind of up and you're lean back a little bit. And it's not as easy as oh, I can just piss wherever I want. I still get up in the middle of the night and stand up on my bed like the uh, Blair Witch Project and just like a. <laughs> Like a monster in the shadows, just but instead of dripping out of your myself. dick into the diaper, you're dripping out of your nose. Like, uh, I mean, Blair Witch, like that, the other way around, I guess. Yeah, the other way around. Oh, it's not to be. <laughs> God. But to answer the original question oh, about the the yeah. shame of it, and if it gets less exciting, I have found that some things are a little less new and not yeah. quite as exciting like going just leaving my house in a diaper that doesn't that used to terrify me i thought what will people think will people be able to notice and now i can do that no problem but there's still so much more out there that i enjoy even as i'm walking down the street i know my ass looks fat because i have on a thick diaper i'm yeah it's less it's less fear and more of i can actually enjoy it because i know i am doing this thing people might notice and i'm being so brave wag 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 well, how about this? And um, next question comes from Muscle Tyke, who asks, how can you incorporate diapers into a BDSM lifestyle? A, I think it's great for cage play because that, that's one of the, locking someone in a cage for hours. The one thing they'll have to do is piss at some point. Oh, you mean like a full body <laughs> cage, you don't, not just chastity? Yeah, I'm talking okay. about like a puppy cage or, or something. Um, so that's an easy one right there. Or putting them in solitary confinement or any Sending sort of long-term bondage. Sure. Not having, especially if you tie someone down with the elaborate uh, rope work, you don't want to untie them when they need to go take a piss. True. Diapers you can work into so many other aspects of your life. I mean, you just give me a kink and I could probably give you a way to involve a diaper. Like you're tying up a sub, then put them in a diaper first. They don't have to be <laughs> untied. Or you're going out to uh, uh, a bar for a night of service with your your boy. And so then you put them in a diaper and they're not allowed to use the bathroom all night. They have to be the uh, urinal for their dom and all their friends. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing is other people piss in your diaper. Right. Yeah. This the like uh, what my community affectionately affectionately refers to as a porta puppy as the puppy. the puppy that wears the diaper to wherever you're going, and I've so seen, everybody else pisses down the back. I've seen a puppy that wore a urinal in the back. It was like a backpack, and then it had a tube that like went into their diaper, and it was kind of the most ingenious but really fun puppy like outfit that I saw at Darklands. And then I think I saw them again at Claw, maybe or IML. But honestly, porta puppies, godsends. Like you never, you never want to wait in line. And this is why I'm saying it's it. It really piggybacks onto water sports effortlessly, especially if you have the porta potty on your back. Exactly. <laughs> well, what about then? Because muscle tight falls up about saying like, can you do a bluff look with a diaper? 
If anyone can do it, Dad the Doberman can. <laughs> I've shot him in it. <laughs> <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten to that was when I went to Folsom last year, mm-hmm. and I wore my boots, chaps, vest, meerkat gloves, and uh, a diaper underneath all of that. And so maybe that's not fully bluff or whatever, but that you is... You looked hot. I, I, I couldn't I felt say it's bluff. Yeah. I mean, unless you're getting a... Well, is there such thing as a leather diaper? That doesn't seem it's like... It's more a, like buff bluff. Buff bluff? Yeah. Buff bluff. Yeah. <laughs> and did you get... I'm curious. Did you get any like pushback on that? How about bluff puff? So the interesting thing about my interest in diapers has been that I spent so much time being afraid, oh God, people are going to like jeer me in the streets and mock me and blah 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 but truly if you're wearing a diaper people are more scared of you than they yeah. than you are of them and yeah, they, they will avoid icons they'll leave you alone they won't acknowledge it and so truly like i feel i've been the most left alone when which, i'm which in a is diaper perfect if you have social anxiety yeah which i do <laughs> <Nobody's gonna come laughs> you. some people do and i and that's kind of like uh that's where like an age regression mindset comes along and we always get questions about that and not being an expert on the topic myself i can never really talk about but do you have any experience with age regression or have at least a a good way to explain that to someone so age regression is the opportunity for a person to let go of their adult life and instead be in a place just emotionally and mentally where they don't have concerns they are maybe a little less focused on the adultness of a conversation with a person it's more uh reduced down to thoughts feelings just being in the moment it's very similar to a lot of other headspaces like puppy headspace where you you know think you just wag and it's very similar for folks who do age regression where it's less about i'm in the scene and i'm with this person it's more of i get to relax and watch bluey or uh draw in a coloring book okay i can i ask can i just ask what the obsession with bluey daddy do you know what bluey is i know what it is but is is uh, what was he in guess what it is it's not a bad yes, yeah that's really it's close. not a bad gla- oh my god the bluey blues clues crossover would be wild who's bluey coming to a theater near you so it is for, correct me if i'm wrong because i want to guess as well based on my internet knowledge it is this cartoon that's not adult in nature but it has a lot of like abdl energy to it because it's about like it's like australian it's from australia it's about a family of dogs and like the parent dogs one of them is named bluey and they have a bunch of kids no, okay. I was just keep close going, though. and I'll, I'll acknowledge as we move forward. But it's 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 got just like it's this cartoon that that really uh people have an affinity with because it's cute, it's kind of caretaky, and it has just like good morals and lessons. Is that is that fair? That's very that's my okay. understanding of it. So okay. I've never actually watched an episode of Blue. I've seen lots oh. of clips on Twitter, but the whole synopsis of it is is a children's show. So every episode does have a a moral to it, and it's about being kind and gentle with yourself and how to grow as a, a person. And it's also it's Australian, and they just have a you know a certain comedic effect you know how like uh the it's brits a have a written for kids that adults can enjoy correct yeah and so okay. bluey like is Disney the <laughs> yeah no yeah. for sure like shrek yeah what did you just say shrek with a disney movie <gasps> <laughs> and i didn't say that i meant more wait no yes you did 
I didn't hear the Disney part. I was oh. thinking my response. No, that's okay. Don't let it. Next question. Don't Next let question. Shame you about Next question. Except your Next question. Yeah, I won't be shamed. I'm not shaming. I swear. Um, how about this one then? I I'm always a sucker for for juxtaposition juxtaposition of a question. Um, while we were asking specifically about ABDL. For, for, for our conversation with you, uh, one of the questions asked to focus on the caregiver. The same way that whenever we get asked about puppy play, people are always like, what about the handlers? I'm curious. Um, what? Oh, please talk about Ask Puerto Rico Cheesehead. <laughs> That's a username. <laughs> please talk about caretaker burnout. Sometimes littles become excited to finally find a caretaker that they become demanding too bratty or just burn the caretaker out. My little burned me out so badly that I have never done age play or ABDL play ever oh, again. Actually, that kind oh, wow. of made, that makes sense though. It'd be like if someone was regressing to toddler, toddlers can be exhausting, right? This is why I didn't, I've never had kids. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> well, it might also be that you're just a full-time sex worker, sex yeah, yeah, educator. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I can well, see how that could quickly become exhausting. How do you deal with burnout? As someone who also takes care of little sometimes as a dad, how do you deal with burnout? We talked a little bit earlier about how my DMs fill up people saying, oh, you're daddy. I want you to be daddy. And uh, that, oh. that will burn you out. And uh, the solution that I have found for that is that I need my daddy cup filled. I need to be daddied by someone who uh, knows how to push my buttons or just makes me feel good in a particular way. And then once I've had my fill of being taken care of then i have much more energy for someone to give that back because i've i've had mine and now i can offer that back to other people oh i see so many handlers who get burnout and it's probably very similar to like an abdl caretaker or caregiver but it's also it almost feels selfish sometimes for for the the, the bottoms who they're getting so much. Do the caretakers get a lot out of out of taking care of someone? I think that those people are out there. I know there are people out there. I have just anxiety in general, but one of the things is that when I am in that submissive space, I worry that, oh, I'm taking too much. I'm not giving back enough to this person, but in actuality, they are really enjoying the opportunity to be in charge, to offer me, me this thing, and that's them getting to uh, fill up their caretaker cup where they get to offer someone something that makes them really happy and then that allows them to pursue other stuff because they've they've uh had that uh fix met that need met yeah, yeah. I, I i really get that because and that's why i'm a switch uh being a dom and you know having to think ahead uh, create this experience put out all this energy to make a really successful experience for a sub um that can be draining and like you just said you need your dad cup refilled that's why i sub with other doms who can do that for me mm -hmm. and i actually do enjoy giving a sub a good experience i get a vibe and an energy back that is very fulfilling for me but if i did that all the time uh i would feel very one-sided very burnout yes yeah well, how about this? Rather than the negative, what is it that you enjoy the most? Both of you. This is a question from the bro sitter. What's your favorite aspect of wearing diapers? Um, <laughs> I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen out then. I, listen out. You know, one of the things I, I, I mean, 
apart from the kinky part that I really, really do enjoy, um, I like the practical side, <laughs> truthfully, especially just as I'm getting older. Yeah. <laughs> I just, get it. I hate going to the toilet every hour. Um, and the other, when he first got here, we laid down for a nap. And because he took a red eye, he fell instantly asleep, was snoring in my arms. My arm was falling asleep. And then I had to pee so badly. Oh, I'm no. like, and you weren't, God you weren't damn it, I wish I was wearing a diaper right now because <laughs> I don't want to wake him up. He looks like an angel. Wait. He sounds like a freight train, but he looks like an angel. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Face of an angel. That, that, Snore of a freight a, train. That's a, that's a Taylor Swift lyric if I've ever heard one. Wait, so can I ask, um, because I don't know the proper terminology, uh, what is like? what are some terminologies for diaper play like so if you're in your diaper is that like you're nappy is are you napped up are you, you some people say enjoying some up. napster time? i have strong feelings about this actually and lots oh, of people oh, do oh, please everybody has their own way of referring to wearing a diaper and that some of that is just based off of where you're raised in the uk they were called diapers are called nappies or something oh. else and for some people they use the actual like name brand name like pampers or huggies and for a lot of people, it seems a majority of the people I meet use the term padded because it is essentially padding for your butt. It is, uh, you sit on it and it's softer and whatnot. You can play hockey in it, I guess. That's how sports work. But I it's personally prefer... Wait. <laughs> I just, I just imagine there's a lot of there's a lot of padding in hockey, right? Oh, okay. My yeah. understanding of it, yeah, because those pucks are very hard when they hit you, right? And they come at you like 200 miles an hour. And uh, so when I'm uh, when I'm in a diaper, I am in a diaper. I'm or I'll, I'll play with pampers or huggies, but that's because they have a certain feel to them. When you you say the word, and if you say, "Oh, I'm padded," that can mean like, "Oh, you're you're a drag queen and your your hips are on." But oh. that doesn't it doesn't resonate the same way with me as saying uh, like I'm not a man in padding. I'm a man in a diaper. That they two very different sentences. Uh, what about diapy? I don't mind diapy. Any diapy? Okay. I think it's more of an age regression thing or being more playful, but it reminds me of Rugrats. Yeah, they yeah. said diapy a lot. Yeah. What? Well, uh, so, following that up, what are some other words that general or, or terms that generally come along with ABDL? Like, for instance, I know that messing is when you've used a diaper, right? It's when you poops in a diaper. Oh, specifically poop. Yes. Okay. Specifically number two. What's number one? You just wet it. Yeah. Wet it and forget it. I mean, if you forget it, it's going to smell eventually. Gonna right. it. yeah. It's hard, hard to forget. Your diaper gets heavier <laughs> and squishier, There sure. is, and then it's constantly on your mind. So there is no forgetting once you put a diaper on it and wet it. <laughs> oh, so what other terms then that come to mind, if any? I'm trying to think of uh, just various colloquialisms within the ABDL community. A word that I learned was stuffy, which is what oh. you call a stuffed animal. Yeah. Yeah. And something that I never heard before. I met a bunch of uh, ABs who that's what they call their stuffed animals. Padding or padded up. But I don't know that there's, I don't know any others that come to mind for me. Amp, you said earlier, you, was there a lot of chastity play with uh, diapers? Yeah. And, and in a way, the diapers in themselves are like chastity. Um, because once you're taped up and if it's done tightly, uh, you can't get to it. I mean, you could slide your hand in there. 
Um, but you lose a lot of range of motion. Yeah. You can't exactly like jerk yourself off the way you normally would, or at least how yeah. I would jerk myself but off. But that that being said, a lot of people do still enjoy chastity in diapers. Mm -hmm. It's just a, it's another layer of restraint of removal from access to yeah. your sensory organs. Oh, and also just like the 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 play, the humiliation play of like, oh my god, you're so insignificant or small or padded or. Oh, look at your little like your little 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 dick's not gonna give you a heart. Can't even diaper. find your little nub under all oh, of that, that no, padding and your, your little, little tiny cage. Um, and actually, the first time you uh, put me in a diaper, I was in chastity, and then you used a vibrator, which I enjoyed immensely because. And I don't enjoy it when I'm in a cage because, you know, when you do a vibrator against a cage, uh, it will hit sometimes and the little flesh Ooh, that yeah. is poking out, you yeah. get that pinch from the vibrator and that just takes away from the enjoyment. The padding is a really nice layer where that does not happen. And I, I was, uh, he came very quickly. No, tummies. There's a term. Oh, he, he made Hummies. stickies I in his stickies. diaper There's very quickly. Term for you, yes. Okay. Stickies and I love finding terms inside of the diapers. Mm -hmm. Well, what about what about you, Artie? What is what is a, what is a fun scene that you don't mind sharing? Like, what's a scene that you've gotten into? Because we have plenty of questions. Like, how do you make a scene? What kind of scenes are there? And we're talking about the overlapping of the kinks, sure. But like, how does someone practically create a scene like that? That's really unique to the individual. So Ooh. you have to know what the person is looking for, what it is about diapers that get them off, or I guess whatever other scene you are doing that involves diapers. And for me, I'm very much a soft dom more often than not. And the my experience is I'll take this person and then I'll put them in a diaper and then tease them about how much they love it and how like this is what they've always wanted, even if they're squirming and saying, no, I don't actually want this. And then there's just a lot of uh, snuggling and teasing and body contact because that's what I'm, I'm looking for out of that kind of relationship. But there's also... There have been times where I've put a boy into a diaper and taken him out to a bar. And the whole the whole scene is just kind of casually reminding them throughout the night that you are in this predicament because I made you. And everybody in this bar might possibly know if you think about it. And in actuality, other people don't know and really don't care if you were. But it's just it's the it's creating that mindset of just the reminder of you're in this predicament that you pretend that you don't like, but are actually really, really loving. And while some people might find that really sexy and hot, it you are explaining a situation that's not sexual, which I think is important to talk about with with diaper play in general is like some people just like it for comfort. And I feel like we've talked about that, but not not in a practical way of like. No, people can just really be interested in and comfy in, and that helps them to form a comfortable headspace or just maybe even like it makes them a little else like less self-conscious about everything else and just able to get into that, that mindset. Oh, a thousand percent. And for as much diaper play that I do where I my intent sometimes is to get off, I there's days where I'll just put on a diaper in the morning because it brings me comfort and a sense of ease and relaxation. And I can, I just work all day and, it, and there's not, no, nothing necessarily sexual or kink related about it. It's just, it brings me a certain amount of serotonin and what's a, a very cruel world sometimes. Oh, have you ever worn a diaper and forgotten about it? Put on a diaper and then like gone out and you're like, Oh shit, I forgot. Oh, well. And like you're like walking around or just doing like anything. with no pants on or like well, I would imagine you put okay. shorts or something on over. But have you ever just had an instance where you completely forgot that you were wearing a diaper? 
I've had the opposite situation where I've started to piss myself and realize, oh wait, I'm not in a diaper. <gasps> be a problem. You just kind of forget sometimes when you do it enough. Okay. Just, you, That's fair. You've had a couple of drinks, you got me over from the bar, and you have to pee, and you're like, oh, well, normally I just pee, right? And Hopefully like, oh. you weren't wearing khaki pants. <laughs> were you wearing khaki pants? What were no you comment. <laughs> Not a diaper. <laughs> oh! Okay, well that that's fun. Well, and how much play have you gotten into, Daddy? I've seen I've seen playing. So I think uh, I started with Draven Navarro, uh, but it was more about him wearing the diaper and me being the dad. And he was into uh, age regression. I found it very very hot. Um, uh, played with Artie a few times. I played with Wiley Wets. Um, and a lot of the aspects, especially with Wiley Wets, and then with. Uh, Artie was all very humiliation based. The this last time I've kind of enjoyed just experiencing it together as kind of yeah, this is something we're both into now and we're just hanging out. Um so that's fun. Uh yesterday though you did take your diaper off once uh it is very soggy and wet and you kind of um put it into let's say a tea bag and you tea bag my face with it <laughs> while I jacked off. That was hot <laughs> because it was back to the humiliation thing. And so there's lots of things you can do. And then now, now that I've had these enjoyable experiences um, with it, the smell of, of piss soaked diaper now is a turn on. Um, what does that smell prefer? like? I need an explanation. It's, it's like plasticky okay. piss. Um, it's distinct because it's not only the the smell of urine, but also the smell of the the wet like polyfill that's inside of the diaper. Yeah, so it's kind of plasticky smell. So that would that would take a little time to get used to, um, and unless you were being stimulated in an aroused positive way i doubt you would like it well uh, for for you, you I, I i, I doubt most you. people would like it like if they just smelled that smell walking the smelly by, smell that smells um that plasticky urine smell <laughs> i doubt anyone would be aroused by it um i think having the, those reinforcement good experiences is what does that well, I think that it was so, and I think, it, could somebody work a groove into maybe that smell? Like that's, we have these positive reinforcements that happen, sure, but if you kept like jerking off and had like diaper play instigated there, there's a possibility that like that that also turns you on as well, right? It's yeah. not just the humiliation, but you might even get into that. that yeah, that and that's kink. what I'm saying. I'm getting into, yeah. and, and it's now the smell that is actually a turn on to me now. The smelly and, smell. And it wasn't that at the beginning. It smells smelling. Yeah, it smells smelly. Yeah. Artie, do you understand that reference? I do. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Was that also on Blue's Clues? No. No, no not at all. <laughs> you lost me. Okay, well, uh, last question here. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe a, a great question just in general. Um, when you get into diapers, uh, do you have an age that you like to see or that you, you obviously, this is, y'all, if you have gotten this far and you don't know that this is fantasy, what the fuck? Like, we're not doing anything that actually involves any actual kids yeah. right all Case in point. fully consensual fully yes. uh forthright adults making choices that make them happy yeah in the same way like puppy play for me is and dog play in that regard i i picture like myself as like this anthropomorphic like character dog sure 
but I'm not ever wanting to do things with actual dogs. But like, yes. I'm curious, do you have like a, a mindset, a space or an age that you like kind of visualize either of you when you get into a diaper or are you just kind of a humiliated adult in a diaper? I'm a humiliated adult. I never think of an age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mostly the latter. I know a lot of folks who do regress to an extent. I know people that prefer to regress to like a teenage state where they're like 15 and it's more of a, a bedwetting at the sleepover kind of situation. And that's what is the, the driving factor for their, their interest. But for me, I'm an adult man that's wearing a diaper. And wow, that's so embarrassing. Why would you oh be doing God. that? How dare but that's okay. That makes sense. And and I, I only asked that question because I know plenty of people that do have like the 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 bro aspect to it. They they are like you know hazing, and so there's more of a bully kind of adolescent that they're working through, or maybe even trauma that they had. And I find that lots of people do come to many a kink, working out, getting through that trauma. But in this it, this isn't a trauma like any trauma response for you, right? Or, uh, to be D. <laughs> oh 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 okay. I don't know. My dad wasn't a very kind person and I had bedwetting ex accidents as a kid. And so okay. I can only imagine there has to be something included in there. Right. Yeah. And for me, I try not to think about where it comes from, but rather acknowledge that I have this tool in my box that I can use to create immense pleasure for myself. And so however I got it, be it trauma or otherwise, like, that's fine. I can't do anything about that now other than have a good time. I find that that's a positive reinforcement. Like you're able to give yourself a, a good, happy headspace and a safe space to just explore. And that's kind of the, the main focus of most kinks. Daddy, what about you? You said you're, you're an adult that's just adulting. Yeah, I got into it over the humiliation. Well, I got into it as kind of a daddy uh, with an age player. Um, but I, I really dived into it when it was became, became a humiliation factor and a, tab a taboo that is kind of frowned on even in fetish society. So that was actually appealing to me. And then I think uh, no better way to end today's podcast, which has been lovely. So heartwarming, so open. I appreciate the conversation. Thank you, Artie, for coming on. Yeah, pleasure. Um, I, but one question I have is like, what would you say to someone who's interested but doesn't feel that A, they're not allowed to, or it's just too humiliating and too taboo? Like, what would you say to someone who might be interested? I think that some of the greatest opportunities in my life came from acknowledging that something scared me, but then doing it anyway. And if you can just convince yourself to click that add to card button for that first package of diapers on Amazon and <laughs> get that shipped to you, that it's just those little baby steps, pun intended, that uh -huh. really gets you to a place where you're living authentically. And so even if it's scary, you just got to grow up and decide to make those decisions so if you don't want to grow up or don't grow up or still don't make decisions. <laughs> i don't want to wait so how much is a pack of diapers for adults? yeah oh, is wow this an expensive yeah. king? it is an expensive king. king because you shipped yours to me and it was expensive <laughs> oh because i so i am a, a super user and i buy in bulk because one my fsa will let me and also because it's the economical way of doing it and save on shipping and whatnot but just getting a pack of 10 ish diapers will run you between about 40 to 50 bucks on somebody's like amazon and if you're buying a, a case which is four packages of 10 then you start seeing some like financial differences there but it can be cost prohibitive i know folks that can't participate in the kink because they just don't have the, the spare income to pay 
three box a diaper. Yeah, and I've actually, so we go to a lot of conventions and uh, uh, there are now, uh, ABU has a, a huge footprint at Darklands, IML, um, and there's um, a huge line and range of everything from uh, children print to puppies to uh, kink, uh, which is uh, is is kind of cool, uh, especially when you get into like you had you with the ones that you shipped ship, sent a sample that was like a blue shiny mm -hmm. blue that looked like denim. North Shore Mega Max. It blue. was actually really cool. So I mean, Are there's a lot the to choose from. North Shore Mega Max in blue. Oh my yes, yes why they yes, are. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, no, so it seems like this kink is growing um, and getting more and more popular, and there's more and more choices out there. I think people are being more open and honest about it, and mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons that I started doing it was because I didn't see people being the version of this kink that I was looking for, and I thought, well, what if I did it? And I've received such a a outpouring of support from folks saying like, I didn't know I could do it like this. I didn't realize this was an option. And it's been really nice just to see that people resonate with it and are more willing to be open about it. And as daddy said, like this kink is becoming more and more visible. It is growing pun intended where we're seeing them as major sponsors at these events. We're seeing it as not only sponsoring, but supporting running parties at these events, managing tons of the staff work, the events and behind the scenes of even claw, so many of the the staff members were abdl players and puppies but we see that these more quote unquote niche kinks that have always been kind of like Ooh, taboo are now finding their footing or their padding and giving back to the community and showing their worth because abdl players have always felt kind of ostracized or weird in a, in a negative sense but we always use it positively so it's nice to see that, that they're getting they're getting pampered pun fully intended once again <laughs> Well, as we come to the tail end and cover our tails with some padding, possibly, um, Artie, I just want to say thank you one last time for answering our questions, having some open conversations, putting daddy in his place. i sorry. I mean, <laughs> treating daddy well. You're getting all the huggies <laughs> from the me tonight. They're the same thing. You know. uh, well, you know, you know. And uh, I just want to say, uh, where can people find you if they want to ask more questions or find their own dad? Mm. I am on Twitter as Dad the Doberman. Yes looking very sharp and we're going to take a lot more pictures of you this weekend yes yeah. there will be a lot of photos to come i'm very excited for both my experiences and also be able to uh, show people the uh not weird shit that we'll be getting up to <laughs> yeah and daddy where can people find you if they want to see some diaper stuff you can follow me on twitter where you can still post diaper stuff uh at christopher weston that's christopher the k or you can see it on my just for fans at mrchristopher.com wait okay i don't want to add more questions could you not post diapers on like Instagram or threads? Do you you can on OnlyFans. OnlyFans will not let you post. Wait, why? I don't know. There's so many things OnlyFans won't let you do. So you can only put it on just for fans. Um, you can post it on Instagram too, but they will close your account occasionally. Yeah. Oh, God. And you can find me everywhere. I mean, I'm not in diapers, but fully supportive. I, I, I did try some diapers back in the day. This wasn't for me. Um, and I was able to pee uh, laying down. So get shit on, daddy. Ha ha. <laughs> and you can find me at Pup Amp. <laughs> but this has been a What's the Safer production. This has been What's Your Safe Pod. We 
cannot thank you enough, Artie, for being on today. Thank yes, you again. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. What a delight. Thank you for being an amazing positive example. Too. I'll do what I can. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. bye. You're supposed to say bye. No, he said, he said bye. I waved. Yeah. It's a podcast. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I waved. <laughs> Which no one can see, but that's okay. Uh, our Patreons can't. That's true. That was just for our Patreon. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to see Artie say goodbye, <laughs> yeah. go to patreon.com. What's the safe word? One more bye. Goodbye. No, no, you're not. No, no, no. Oh, wait. Wait for the Patreon. You're not supposed to. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're the worst podcaster ever. <laughs> just kidding.